Next question. Just payday, payday. You want payday? I know that. Just payday, payday. You want payday? I know that. Welcome to another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Squatter Studios in the Cult of Ramble Ranch. I am your host, Whiskey J, the notorious one. And I know, I know, it's been a while. Like the stain, like the song from Stain, it's been a while. But we're coming back with a vengeance. We're going to talk about Porter Crawford. Is it happening? Is Bob really going to sell this to ESPN now? The politics behind it? What's going to happen? And talking about politics... Caleb Plant, Canelo now not going to happen over some bullshit. And other boxing news, boxing topics, and boxing, boxing, boxing. But ladies and gentlemen, you guys know I don't do this by myself. He's right here sitting next to me, casually wearing his N1 shorts, rocking the Jay and Beery boxing merch. He's the one and only Hollywood fucking B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray! I was born right By the way, I have the, uh, what, 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 what would you want to call it? The guinea pig, the first shirt that we want to test it out. That's what I'm wearing, by the way. He's like, it's an old school. Like, it's old like, school. Only like two people ever bought that. Basically. You and somebody else. <laughs> That's what I like to say when people look at my shirt. Like, you guys sell that? Not technically not this. I go, this was the early one. This is like an early stage. Like, as I'm saying, I think we only had two sales on that shirt. You and somebody else. <laughs> But the new ones are just better. Yes. Yeah, the oh, new ones yeah. are way better. Go to the yes. go to the link in the bio. Go buy yourself a new shirt, tank top. It's hey, it, it, it's summertime. Summertime. Show off your dad bod. Show, yep. if you're, and if you're working out, boxing, show off that oh, bod man. too. There you go. That's a good plug. How you doing, Bira? Oh man, just good. Um, you know it's a uh, crazy month. Let me tell you, man. Very quickly, uh, this month wasn't really that great for me. I'll say that this was not. This was a very um, the way how it started. Of course, just. Wasn't that great, so I just I just want to say that. But I, I'm looking forward to the month to end, so I can start off fresh in August. So didn't like how the way it started, um, kind of like the way it actually ended it. But yeah, crazy month. It has been a real crazy month. Um, I think the last, I think the last three weeks have been hectic. You know, yeah. I think you're right. This whole month hasn't been really, hasn't been the month for the Rambling Network in general. Mm-hmm. Um, as many people know, we had a passing in our family yeah. and you know, it's been hectic. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't done an episode of the Ram Alcoholics. It's going to be, going to be week two. 
to be week two. It's been two right? weeks. Yeah. So I haven't done it. Um, Jay and Beer, we didn't do it last week. Mm-hmm. We did a Monday review real quick, um, but we didn't do an episode for the uh, for the announcement of Porter Crawford going to mandatory status. First bit, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and other than that, I mean, it, it just you're right. It's, it hasn't been hasn't been the same yet. No, and it I, hasn't. I, and I felt we were supposed to do it on Monday. Sorry, I just burped. We were supposed <laughs> to do this on Monday. And I sat and I told Beard during dinner, like, hey, we're going to do it, right? He goes, yeah, we're going to do it. None of us looked at each other after we were finished and said, hey, are we going to go do it? It just like, it was a kind of like this unspoken agreement. Like, yeah, I, I think we're not going to do it. <laughs> you know we're not going to do it. But there's a reason why we didn't do it. Yeah. I, I, I just wasn't in it. My heart wasn't in it. Exactly. My heart wasn't in it. I was mm-hmm. just not like, eh. And then the boxing, it wasn't intriguing enough to want no. me to sit down and talk about no. it. But my heart wasn't really in it. But uh, today... As we're recording, I get to work. I, I, I finish my job. I finish the, my route, my shift, <laughs> I guess. And I bump into, you know, shout out to my boy Gabriel. And, yep, yep. And right away, man, I, and I haven't talked boxing in almost a week because me and Beer haven't really talked boxing. Like, I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, we, we live with each other, but it's not like we're like talking boxing. We usually do, but it's, you know, not. And this house hasn't been boxing talk. And dude, right away, Gabriel's talking boxing with me, dude. And I was like, oh, shit. And he, he hyped me up, man. We're talking. We're chopping it up. And I was really hyped. And then he was like, yo, so new episode this week? And I'm like, you know what, man? We were supposed to do it on Monday. And I told him not. And he goes, but you're dropping one this week, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. But I'm taking my girl to have. I'm not doing uh, one on Thursday because I'm taking my girl. You know, it's my girl's birthday. And then this weekend I'm going to have a suit. Oh, so I mean, you're dropping one today then. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like. Man, fuck this. I'm going to drop it then. I'm going to drop an episode today. So this episode is dedicated to Gabriel, yep. who basically Gabriel. lit a fire in my ass to want to, <laughs> who want, who made, not made me, but like literally motivated me to want to talk boxing again. Because me and him chopped it up for like 20 fucking minutes. And with this guy, which I hope to uh, want, uh, at least for him to be on the show yeah, at least once, yes. hopefully by the end of this year, he, he we can go for hours with this guy. Like I know, mm-hmm. if we brought him in, if we would bring him in, B-Rate, we'd go for hours with this guy. Probably would, yeah. And me and him go twenty minutes, and the reason we only go twenty minutes because he has to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason. If not, he'd be me and him be chopping it up, uh-huh. like just. So shout out to Gabriel. You put you lit a fire under my ass to want to do this episode, and and as soon as I got home, I told B-Rate, "Yo, we're doing an episode. Whether right. you're in it, or you're not. That's up to you." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, yeah, we got enough news. First, we yeah. got enough news. So for real, we got we got we got, we got enough. We got enough. But uh, that's why we're doing an episode today." Because if not, we would have gone another fucking week with that one. And, it, and like, again, I wasn't feeling it at the time. Mm-hmm. But again, talking talking to him, he was like, you know, we're going to do another episode. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another episode for sure. For sure, I'm going to do another episode. No, especially now, because I do feel like compared to how it was a couple of days ago, um, the, yeah, there was a good amount. But we're but now it's a bit more. If you know what that means, you get me like we got a bit more news. So... I feel like it was perfect. We, I know. I think we we're planning on was it Monday or Tuesday? I forgot. I don't we're know, supposed Monday to do the episode Tuesday. There we Monday, go. Monday, Monday. It was Monday, right? And mm-hmm. you're right. We just we weren't really feeling it, but today for sure, I did feel. I was like, you know, we got to do one. We got to record one today for sure. And here we are. Yep. And here we and are. Here we are. So um, I want to. I'm, tra- I'm looking back at all our notes. Uh, so I'm tracing back. So we didn't get a chance to talk about this. I want to get your thoughts on it. It's mm-hmm. so real quick. It's official September 25th in Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium. The unit, the WBO, WBA, and IBF World Heavyweight Champion, Anthony Joshua, will face former undisputed cruiserweight champion 
Alexander Usyk. Now, B-Ray, we knew this was this is the road now yeah. after uh-huh. the fallout or the bullshit or whatever you want to call it of Tyson Fury, Joshua not happening. We knew Usyk was going to be the next in line. It's now official. September official. September 25th. Tottenham, England. Mm-hmm. In front of, I think, so 60, 70,000. Something like that's, that. that. That's, of course, if nothing changes from yeah, here to September. Exactly. Yep. What are your thoughts on this fight now? Now it's official. Usyk gets a shot at the heavyweight champion of the world. One of the first things I said, September is going to be a great fucking month for boxing. We said the same thing about July and... <laughs> well, some got, you know, some got derailed, right? So, not really our fault. Yeah, exactly. So, like you said, if nothing happens, this 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 is going to go on. <clears throat> of course, I like that idea when I first heard it. I This one, for sure, this is something I really cannot wait to really fucking study because I'll tell you why. Joshua, of course, you know, he looks pretty good, right? He's a heavyweight champion of the world. Usyk hasn't looked good in the last, was it two fights? Two heavyweight fights he's had, I believe? Yeah, against Derek Chisora yeah. and against, uh, I think, Fast Eddie Chambers. There we go. So, this is going to be very interesting to see, you know, of how how, how most likely it's going to come out. We both said it, right? Especially in the heavyweight division, anything can happen. But still, this is something that I, I cannot wait to watch. Because I, I in the beginning, when they even like when they mention it, a possibility of this fight ever happening, I was still intrigued of it. I was, mm-hmm. I was intrigued by this fight two years ago when I heard that Usyk was going to go to the heavyweight division. And I said, very and, intrigued, and I, right? and I mm-hmm. said, this guy's the dark horse of the division. Yeah, I remember he said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I openly said on this show, yep, the heavyweight division is going to be on notice when Usyk moves up to heavyweight. Yeah, I'm still waiting. You're still, no, there we go. I was about to say. Now I'm, I'm still intrigued, but the level of intrigueness is not the same as it was, like you said, two years ago. Not right I, now. I no. Mean, I mean, like, if you're going to go based on heavyweight resume, Joshua fucking wins this. No, yeah, he wins it. If you're basing it on skill alone, Usyk is a better skilled fighter mm-hmm. than Anthony Joshua. Yeah, Joshua is a former Olympic gold medalist, but Usyk's pedigree is way fucking better yeah, than yeah. Joshua. But, but if you're talking about head, the heavyweight division, you're right. Anything can happen Anything in the heavyweight happen, division. Yeah. Anything can happen. You're one punch away from losing. You can be winning the fight and you can be one punch away from losing it. That's that's the entertaining thing about this division, that you can be winning and then one shot end it all. All it takes one shot. Um, Joshua hasn't. Joshua sounds dismissive a little bit, like, but he seems more of like a mature Josh. I think. How can I say it? He sounds more. Yeah, yeah. I'll use that word. He sounds like a mature champion now. Mm-hmm. I think if this fight would happen two years ago, maybe Joshua would have overlooked him, looking at the performances against Chisora and Eddie Chambers, and be like, "I'll get this guy out." I'm Anthony Joshua. But I think that Ruiz fight humbled his ass. I was about to tell you that. You think that Andy Ruiz fight humbled his ass. I think it humbled his ass. I was because, ask you that. Because I think if you, if you were if you were to rewind this back maybe three years three years ago and Joshua would have fought Usyk, he would have looked at him as like, dude, you're a small guy. I'm a natural heavyweight. I have an Adonis body right here. I'm a Greek god. <laughs> yeah. I am the heavyweight champion of the world. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, you're uh, you're cruiserweight, but that means you couldn't make heavy. That means you couldn't hang with the heavyweights, so you fought a cruiserweight. And I think he, and then I think Gusick would have gave him a, a hard time. But th- ever since the Ruiz fight, he has humbled himself into not falling into that hype that many fighters fall into. When people go, "You're the be-, like Mike Tyson," I, I know. And I'm going to probably divert here and rant. Mike Tyson says, uh, Steven talked about this in this documentary or his one-man show. Yeah. 
Tyson. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was memory. wrecking motherfuckers left and right. But everyone was telling him, you're the baddest man in the world. Nobody can beat you. You're invincible. You're, you're this. Uh-huh. You're unstoppable. You're this. You're that. But it, when you talk about Customato, Customato would tell him, you're good, kid. You're good. No, I'm you know, hand it to you. We got raw talent. But if you, if you don't fuck around and you dedicate yourself to the sport, everything they say is true. But if you're out there fucking around and bullshitting, you're going to fall. Cust even said that. There's a, the, I'm guaranteed. Go to YouTube for Customato talking about Tyson. There's an interview with Customato before he died. Said this guy can hold the can literally reign a reign in the heavyweight division forever if he doesn't fall into the temptation of boxing. Cus Damato for side. Joshua was in that road right now too. He was fucking around. He mm-hmm. thought he was a heavyweight. He thought he was an unbeatable man. He was falling in love with his own physique, and a guy, and here comes a chubby Mexican from eating tamales and fucked him up. <laughs> and it took him realizing, oh shit. This is the heavyweight division. Anything can happen. And now he's he's a mature world champion, a world championship caliber fighter. Mm-hmm. And going into this Usyk fight, I don't know. I I I my money right now. If you're asking me right now, is on I, I'm betting Joshua. Um, so far the early, I guess you yeah, if you want an early, you, so far, uh, uh, yeah, right. He's heavy. He's a heavy favorite, right? A little bit to Joshua, but like I said, I just can't wait to actually uh, look and look deep into this. So maybe I might have a different answer. Because this is this is pretty intriguing, not as intriguing as like you said, not as two years ago, but still, still enough to be like I'll, I'll tune in, I'll fucking tune in to watch that fight. Cause you just never know. He's thirty. He he I mean he fought, he went twelve rounds with Chisora. and Chisora's thirty, but Chisora's mm-hmm. also the guy you can get rid of kind of quick. Mm-hmm. And also happy for Usyk. This is what he wanted. It. Yeah, but opportunity for him. But, but I mean, let's be honest. Like you're coming off two. Well, yeah, right. Two mediocre heavy, wins two, against. Yeah, it wasn't that amazing, but it was. And okay. you're getting a crack at the heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I just say congrats. This is your opportunity. Either you're ready or not, go for it, or, fucker. <laughs> or maybe he wasn't as motivated for these two fights. Maybe, maybe and he maybe, wasn't motivated. I mean, you you gotta walk. I think. I heard he has Lomachenko's dad in his corner in this fight. Oh, Papachenko. 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 Papachenko's in. Is training him for this fight. He has a team around him now. Okay. So you might, and I know people are like, oh, he's got Papachenko. Okay, cool. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that Lomachenko is a 135 pounder. You're <laughs> yeah. talking about, you're talking about two, he's fighting a guy that's gonna be around 270, pure muscle. Yeah. Pure fucking muscle, dude. You know, I know muscles don't win fights, but Joshua could fight. Mm-hmm. Joshua, you know, he can box, he can box, you know. But, I, but uh, I think, I think if Joshua goes and boxes this guy, mm-hmm. Usyk is gonna have a good time. Usyk's gonna have a, a good time, but. Mm-hmm. If Joshua goes in and, and imposes his heavyweight, his, his heavyweight frame on yeah. this guy, it's going to be a difficult night for mm-hmm. Usyk. But I think, like I said, heavyweight resume, Joshua wins. Mm-hmm. Heavy, um, pedigree, Usyk. So it, their styles kind of, it, it's going to be an entertaining fight. That's all I can say. Yeah, I is. think going into going into that month of September is going to be yeah. very interesting oh, and sure. doing our, our film study for yeah. that. So we'll see what happens. But. Mm-hmm. That I talk with that we talk about it before we move on to the next yeah. topics. Mm-hmm. So move on. Give me a sec. I should have everything ready. <laughs> should I should, but almost there. Well, talk, we yeah. know what I keep talking about Usyk and Anthony Joshua. Your favorite promoter, Eddie Hearn, said <laughs> that he's planning to reach out to the one and only Neil Diamond. <laughs> to that's s- right. To sing, you know, one of one of the famous English songs that's out there. And uh Beard, do you know the name of that song? Uh, 
No, actually, I don't know. Let me refresh my I'm such an idiot. Hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Vibe with me, folks. Where it began. You're off the beat, don't clap. <laughs> we'll finish after the course. After the course, we'll start again. Now imagine 60,000 fans for the heavyweight championship of the world singing this live and you have this man. Neil Diamond. Neil fucking Diamond. Neil Diamond is who uh, Eddie Hearn is thinking about bringing to September 25th heavyweight yep. fight. I'll, give, I'll say this, that'd though. Be awesome. That'd be fucking awesome if Eddie Hearn can, can book Neil Diamond. He can pull that, man. If he can get Neil fucking Diamond, yes. He got that his own money, so I'm assuming they're going to offer a shit oh, ton. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, Neil, you, just, you, don't, you'll, you can be one of the press, but you can be one of those like little boxes up in the stadium, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to be in the ring. Just... Sing it, sing it from the press box. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sing it right there. People will still be satisfied with that. At best, they're gonna tune them out and sing it themselves. <laughs> just having the nudge and Neil Diamond sing it, just it's, it's great. It, I, it I'd is. love to have Neil Diamond there. Uh, I would have it too. Hey, let's sing the mother. Yes, that would be great if he's there, man. <sighs> Neil Diamond. I so, think yeah. it, I think it would have been perfect if the Joshua Fury fight happened, but you know, shit happens. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're saying that they think that they always knew that Josh was, I mean, the Tyson Fury's team always knew that fight wasn't going to happen. They were just fucking entertaining it. Yeah, I read something like that. Yeah, especially Josh was saying, like, they, I think they just use this as as like just publicity. They didn't actually mm-hmm. want to fight. Yep. Like Josh was actually throwing some hard jabs at Tyson really Fury for, yeah. mm-hmm. for this type of shit. They really are. All right, moving into the boxing rumors. It's being rumored by Mark Coverger that Logan Paul and Anderson Silva are in talks to do a fight. Oh, my God. B-Ray, what's your take about this? Uh, Logan Paul coming off his, uh, well, he didn't even win or lose. It was an exhibition fight against Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And Anderson Silva making his first professional debut against former middleweight champion of the world and embarrassment of boxing, Mexican boxing in general, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Uh, yeah. What's your take on this? Like, Do you think that's a good fight? If he gets made? Anderson Silva, I mean, he's actually he's an actual fighter. He's he's been in the ring before. He fought Chavez, former world champ. Take what you take, you know, take it that with a grain of salt. I'll get this out of the way for myself. I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I don't care if I see it or not. Now, that being said, that for sure is gonna get, you know, some views. Whatever is gonna take place, they're gonna do some good numbers. Come on. It's the Paul Brothers. It's the Paul Brothers. People are gonna tune in. So for me, of course, like I said, I don't care. So if I see it or not, if I if I for some reason I have no plans, and if, if you were planning to see it, yeah, watch it. Why not, right? But um, it's gonna make some good numbers. So of course they're gonna be doing something what, like what's that. What's your What's your take on them them saying? I forgot which one. I think it was Jake that said it that they don't get why the boxing world is such up in arms with them fighting. If it wasn't for them, people wouldn't be interested in boxing. 
like they feel they're putting eyes into the sport that they're making even young kids want to take up boxing where before it was only either MMA, mm-hmm. basketball, or football. Now you got, you know, young kids going, oh, shit, I want to do what Jake does. I want to do what Paul does. Mm-hmm. And so they're, you know, they're taking claim to that. What's your... You know what? That is a, a very interesting subject that I think not many people don't want to talk about it. Don't even want to admit that 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 that's actually true. Because we did mention something like that where I think you said, you know, if I was a pro boxer and I was told, hey, you're going to be in the undercard of one of the Logan Pauls, whatever, Paul brothers... Like, you wouldn't fucking take it? I'll most likely fucking take it because I'm going to get all these eyes on me. So, in a way, as much as I, I, I'm i annoyed by them, he's kind of right, man. Like, there's they're getting new eyes to this product. Some might just, you know, be casual looking at it like whatever, right? Some are like what you said. Some might be looking to be like, holy fuck, I want to do what they're doing. I really want to get into boxing. I see it more as like, you're right, I think they're putting more eyes to the product. But mm-hmm. I think in the sense of like, oh, look at their physique. All they're doing is boxing. And they're going into boxing gyms. Um, but you know what? I kind of wanted to, I do want to like, maybe go into a boxing gym and say, hey, have you noticed an increase? Yeah. I know with cold COVID and everything, you know, have you noticed a peak interest more on a demographic of like, from like 15 to like mid 20s have you noticed like a slight shift of more people coming in mm-hmm. to boxing gyms wanting to learn boxing or buying more boxing equipment because of that mm-hmm. i'd love to i love to hear i love to hear certain gyms tell me, me what their takes on it because i kind of sort of believe it because I, I i notice a lot of people that i follow on instagram now like boxing yeah where before they were mentioning boxing for shit all no, of a sudden no, no. now they're into boxing and i don't want to say it's because of the paul brothers but there's something happening because yeah. boxing there's not boxing hasn't changed like the rules are still the same the faces of course changed the policies are the same though so i don't get where we're seeing this site shift the only thing i can attribute that is to these guys you know these youtubers fighting on yeah. on uh, on networks like showtime yeah or um apps yep so it's a very interesting subject, really, honestly. I feel like it's something, again, that uh, it, it can be debatable. I can see why. So it's a very debatable subject on are they really you know, getting more eyes on the product? Are they the main reason? But like you said, I think the best way to put it, there's something there. No, there is there. I think there yeah. is something there. But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't maybe because I don't like them and I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. I yeah. don't want to give them credit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like, mm, I'm going to have to. Right, like he, he he's he's saying something kind of truthful there in a way, yeah. He really is. You know they're fucking annoying. Oh yeah. So talking about um Paul Brothers and Thriller and and fucking uh Sideshow fights. This week the uh, the first the kickoff of the press tour for Oscar De La Hoya, former six time world champion, nineteen ninety two Olympic gold medalist, mm-hmm. you know, star of the nineties, um, is coming out of retirement. We all knew this. Facing former UFC heavyweight and former, I think, light heavyweight champ, Vito Vito, Vito Belfort, Mm -hmm. a former MMA fighter, former UFC, and I think current Bellator contracted fighter. They're going to fight in an exhibition fight. At first, it was an exhibition. Exhibition, right? It was announced days before the press conference that California has now sanctioned it as a a sanctioned fight. Mm -hmm. This will count against Oscar De La Hoya's record. Yep. This will be Vito or Vito or Veltor. No, Vitor. 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 Okay. There you go. Vitor Belfort's first professional boxing match. 
B Ray, what's your take on it? Before you say anything, uh-huh. it'll be I think an eight rounder, two minute two minute rounds. This is <laughs> guys, it's Oscar de la Hoya. I mean, I either love him or hate him. His last fight was in two thousand and six, if you were wondering, B Ray. T- was wasn't two thousand and eight? And article saying two thousand six. That's they, they fucked up. <laughs> Wait for De La Hoya? Oh, well on. Beer Bifford is just uh, is one and oh as a pro boxer and has not competed professionally in the boxing ring since two thousand and six. So Belfort has actually fought in a boxing in a boxing oh, okay. match. Okay, but it doesn't six for him. Yeah, in, in a boxing match, but MMA he's actually been active. Oh, okay, okay. De La Hoya. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, because Delaware was two thousand and eight. It was December two thousand and eight against yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, Yeah, you're right. That was his last fight. So as I was saying, this is Oscar De La Hoya. I don't I don't care how much you love him or hate him, especially hate him, like Mr. Lou. You're going to tune in on this. You're going to fucking tune in on this because you want to know how he's going to look. How ridiculous it's going to be. Or maybe how surprising how good this is going to be. Me, per- oh shit. Me personally, I would want to watch this fight. I'm curious. I'm curious to what though? To see what a 46-year-old man... Basically. Who's probably still doing cocaine. Exactly. Especially the guy who said <laughs> that he's willing to fight towards the end. He wants to fight Cano or Floyd Mayweather. Oh, God. Exactly. So... That's why. Just so I can see his performance, because if it's shitty, I'm going to laugh and be like, so you still want to get in the ring with Canelo or Floyd Mayweather? That's why. I'll fucking say it. So, yeah. You just want to, you, you're just, you're the type of guy that when there's a car crash in the in the freeway, you're looking to see what it looks like. Exacto mundo. Okay. <laughs> I mean. That's what it is. I, I'm, I'm in the same, I'm going to use your, your comments. But when I asked you what what, I, what your thoughts were on Logan Paul versus Anderson Silva, <laughs> you don't give a fuck about this. I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> but it's gonna be good numbers. <laughs> Possibly I good don't numbers. think it's gonna be good numbers. Okay. De La Hoya doesn't have the same fan base as he did fifteen years ago, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really think about it. You know, our generation remembers De La Hoya because we grew up with De La Hoya. Yes. yes, we grew up. Yeah. But the old, the younger generation don't remember him as a boxer. They remember him as a fucking panty wearing. <laughs> Coke, coked out, old promoter. Especially that, uh, what he did in it with the Triller a couple exactly. months ago. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't see the relevancy of Oscar De La Hoya. He's mm-hmm. not relevant in boxing, besides just being a promoter. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the fact that he's actually gone on record and trashed these type of fights. And he's partaking in these type of fights. Yes, he is. It's very contradictive. But I mean, as human beings, we're very contradictive people. I, I'm going to admit, I'm uh, one minute I'm saying this, the next minute I'm saying that. <laughs> but this guy is a habitual <laughs> liar and contradicts himself every yeah. single fucking minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would love to know if there's drug testing involved in this fucking thing. That's a very good question. Because I bet you both guys would fail it miserably. Vir- Virto Berfa would miserably fail it. Because he'd be juiced to the gills. Mm-hmm. He'd be juiced up on any type of anabolic steroid. De La Hoya would automatically just fail it because as soon as you look up his nostrils, it's going to be white as Big Bear snow when it used to snow here in California. <laughs> and I'll bet you that fight would have been canceled. Yeah, yeah. The fact that California is even allowing this to be a sanctioned fight between two middle-aged men mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Yep. Is a fucking amazing. Yeah, it's the world we live in. And I know people are gonna, well, you know, whiskey, they're fighting for two they're fighting two minute rounds. Still, it's amazing <laughs> that they're fighting, that they'll be sanctioned, that they'll pass physicals. 
Yeah. Yep. That's again. That's the world. That's the world we. That's live the in. world we live in now. Yeah, that's where we live in. <sighs> now to answer your thing, that if you went, I get where you want to watch it. Yeah, that's my, that's my stupid reason. But let's, I'm in it. <laughs> but let's be honest. <laughs> this fight ain't gonna crack a million. Oh, for sure, no, no, fuck no. I'm not saying that. No, not a million. And no. let's be honest to all you Delahoya dick divers that are probably crawling out of your fucking hell holes and shithole houses. <laughs> Candelo's never gonna fight him. No, he's not. Never. Never. Never gonna fight him. He won't give him that satisfaction. Mayweather will never no. fight him. No. Never. Delahoy would have to be tracking almost 80 million, v- 80 million views on YouTube. He would have to break records on social media for Delo- for Floyd to at least even entertain the fucking yeah. thought. Delahoy yeah. is not relevant. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been active since 2008. Since then, you look at the laundry list of bullshit that he has done since his retirement, B-Ray. It'll take forever, yeah. It would take an entire episode. He's not relevant. Besides this show, have you noticed any other boxing podcast, boxing social media page, advertise this fucking fight? We haven't advertised it, but we're talking about tonight. Yeah, other than us, other than other people, not really, not much. Nope. How relevant is he then? Uh, not much. Thank you. He's not relevant, dude. Nope. Nope. He's not. No, he's not. This this is the last gasp of a promoter who's trying to keep his business afloat. Because mm-hmm. okay. he basically sold a bill of goods to fighters who he thought was gonna get he was gonna build underneath his cash cow mm-hmm. who left him. Yep. Yes, he did. Gilberto Ramirez was promised a Canelo fight, probably. And now he's gonna sit there as he watches Canelo rape the light heavyweight division. <laughs> <laughs> because he has two champions he can go fuck up. Well, he's there twiddling his thumbs, waiting for the big payday. Yep. That's never going to come. Never going to happen. Nope. Never going to happen. Ryan is never going to live up to the hype. Ryan Garcia is probably end up going to sue Golden Boys because he wants more money again. Let's be honest. This fight between Vito Verfo is the last gasp of Oscar De La Hoya's career. As a promoter and as a fucking fighter. If you guys don't agree with me, below the link in the description is our social media page and our email. And below that, there is a link where you can leave a voicemail. Leave me a fucking voicemail. We'll play it on the fucking show if you disagree with me. I'll play it on the show. Oh, you can message me too for some reason you can't get through our page. <laughs> yeah, you can't get through our page because we we get so many DMs and so much hate mail. Because of what I just said. Go to me. B rating nine. B rating nine. Go check it out. But no, he's not fucking relevant. And anybody that anybody that wants to sit here and thinks he is, you're out of your fucking mind. I'll move on to it. B Ray, it looks like Mikey Gar- Ryan Garcia might face Joseph Jojo Diaz in his comeback fight. But this is the crazy thing. What? What is it? Joseph Diaz beat Fortuna to become the number one contender for Haney. Uh-huh. Instead of going after Haney, it, now we're hearing the talks of Ryan versus Jojo. So is David Haney being ducked by both fighters? Because isn't this the same thing that happened last time? Ryan Garcia beat uh, Luke Campbell to become the the number contender. And then Ryan went on a mental breakdown. And then JoJo had to come and replace it to fight Fortuna. And now he's the number contender. And now 
there is serious talks in the in the in the Golden Boy camp mm-hmm. that we might see this fight happen in, in late September, early November, early October mm-hmm. between Ryan Garcia and Joseph Diaz. What's your take on that? That the, the, I was feeling that too because when I when I heard it, yeah, for for a moment I go, yeah, that's a great fight. I would love to see it, but that that's not that shouldn't be the next fight for for both for Ryan and for Joseph. Ryan Garcia's next fight should be somebody. Somebody, you know, someone just decent, right? Somebody very decent. And for Diaz, it should be David Haney. So, yeah, in a way, I do like that idea that that, that might be next. But it does bother me for a bit because that should not be next for, for both of them. Diaz's next fight should be against David Haney. Ryan Garcia should fight someone very decent. No, he shouldn't fight no one. He needs to step up in competition then. But who, I, the who again? No, you know, I, I agree. I, I kind of... You know? if, if there was no... Sanctioning belts. If these guys were not the contenders for the belt, I think Diaz is a is a great fight for Ryan, mm-hmm. former world champ. Of course, yeah. You know who looked who looked great at 135. Great fight. Two young mm-hmm. guys, maybe in their prime or peak or getting to their prime. Mm-hmm. Gr- good fight for both guys, but they both can't sit there and say and claim that Devin Haney doesn't want to fight them. Mm-hmm. If you're the champ, you can invoke. You're fucking your number one contender on them. You can invoke a purse bid to make sure this fight mm-hmm. gets done. And instead, you're going, you guys are going head to head with each other and leaving out the WBC lightweight champion of the world. I, I totally agree. I don't get that. Haney apparently is a free agent, right? I don't think he's a Haney. Yeah, Haney's no longer working with the matchroom. There we go. It's more, it's based on a fight to fight basis now. There we as, go. As Eddie Heron said in an interview, I think at the. What's that show on the zone with the two guys? Oh, uh, well, are you talking about uh, Chris Maddox and uh, no, no, Sergio Moro? No. Oh, those other two guys. Barack I, and... Yeah, I forgot their name, but yeah. I think I've he said it. it. Mm-hmm. He said it. That, he, that Haney's no longer a matchroom fighter, but they, it's still an open relationship where mm-hmm. they'll work with each other. And, you know, he's open to working with them on like almost like he does with Canelo right now. So we'll see that. But Then it shouldn't be a problem then. I feel it like shouldn't it, be a problem. it shouldn't be a problem to make. Golden Boy can sign him. To a three fight deal, they okay. have they have a good they have good lightweights for him. Mm-hmm. They can get the fights done. I don't see why that fight's not gonna get done. But to me, Diaz went on and but before I say anything, I know I I was riding on Joseph Diaz's dick going into the Fortuna fight. Uh-huh. I'm still a big fan. Yeah, of course. I'm just not a big fan of don't call out somebody. And call him a paper champ. Do the memes. These guys went back and forth to each other. They were going back and forth. But at the same time, they're still entertaining the Ryan Garcia fight. You know? And then Ryan Garcia can't go out here and say, I'm bigger than the belt. I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than that. <laughs> and then not fight the best competition out there. You you feel like, in your opinion, Diaz just does not even entertain much of the Ryan Garcia fight. He should stick to the, you know what? Yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's a good fight. Yeah, cool. But I want David Haney. What would be the pay difference? I don't see it. Like I, and I'm saying, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, here you go again, talk about money. Let's be honest. Like, the only reason you're taking these fights is the pay. Mm-hmm. Pay difference. What would be the pay difference? I don't see a difference here. I don't see the pay difference here. I think, to me, it's more interesting if uh, both fights for Diaz are interesting. If he fights Ryan, it's interesting. Of course, yeah. Fight Taney, it's interesting. I feel more, you fought Fortuna, you got a crack at the champion, why not take it? I agree. Especially that he looked, quote unquote, vulnerable in his last fight. 
Mm-hmm. Why not go to crack at him? Why not? What What are you getting fighting Ryan Garcia? That you're not. While you could go fight a guy like Devin Haney, and get what you mean. And you get. I feel. I feel fighting Devin Haney. You get. I think you get a better credit beating Devin Haney than beating Ryan. What do you get out of beating Ryan, dude? Not much. Besides the the millions of excuses that the Ryan Garcia fan base are gonna make. Well, he was coming off a mental illness. Well, he wasn't really that good. He wasn't ready yet. Eddie Reynoso said that he had, a, you know, he wasn't ready to get up to that level yet. You got so many excuses that the Ryan Garcia fan base are going to make mm-hmm. if he fights Diaz and Diaz fucking scrapes him, literally beats him. You're not going to get credit. But if you beat David Haney, shit, dude. Look at the credits. respect he got for for going out there and beating Tevin Farmer. He, yeah, he, yeah. You're right. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. He got some good, you know. So. That's some respect. To me, the money is going to come when you beat, I think, beating Ryan, yeah, you'll get the attention of the social medias. And he beat an undefeated young fighter. Okay, right, cool. cool. All right. But you're still going to get that because you're going to beat Devin Haney, who's also a, who's also relevant in social media, has a belt, and is somewhat more respectable than Ryan Garcia in the boxing communities. You guys, see, that's, th- that's three. Mm-hmm. Beating Ryan, you get what? You get Not respect. Much. Nothing, bro. You don't. Not much. At best, people are gonna be like, "Well, you know, you were you're you're supposed to beat him. You're a former world champ. Mm-hmm. You're actually a better level than him." Yeah. <laughs> Beating Devin Haney was like, pff. like I said, you you get you get you get the attention from social media, you get a belt out of it, and you get the respect from the boxing world. Beating Ryan, you don't get shit. To me, that that's a worthless fight. For me, it, personally, if I'm if I'm in Diaz's team. It's a worthless fight fighting Ryan. It's not worth, not it worth it. It's not worth mm-hmm. it. Not really. Especially if he's a notorious guy who's going to keep pulling this. I have mental issues. But then you're quick out there talking about you will knock motherfuckers out when mm-hmm. you could have been doing that. And no disrespect to people who have mental issues, but you can't go one minute saying, cry, woe is me, and the next minute you're out there, you know, with your Twitter fingers <laughs> talking about that if you would have landed that shot on the fighter, you would have fucked them up and killed them with mm-hmm. that clock. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean, really. And uh, and, and to and, and to be and, honest, I give Ryan Garcia more. I give I give Joseph Diaz more credit. I think I said it before, and I will say it again. I'll say this. I said it before on uh, in private. I'll say it here on the show. Ryan Garcia ain't built for this fucking game. I I think I think if he fights Diaz, it'll be the toughest fight he has. I think. What did you say? Like I don't. Th- you you don't think he can handle like a dog fight? He, Just- Ryan Garcia can. Ryan Garcia is this generation's Victor Ortiz. I don't know if you saw that video. You'll probably get mad at what Chris, uh, Chris Maddox said about that potential fight. Chris, don't know shit Did about boxing. What he said? No, what he say? Okay, this is what he said. Oh, I just want to hear your reaction on this. He, they, of course, they ask him, "What do you think about that fight?" He says, it, it, "It's going to be good, but I, I'm going to question for Joseph Diaz because I don't think he's been in the ring with a guy who has a quick what left hook." That was his thing that he kept hanging on. He feels like, I don't know how he will deal with a guy who has a quick left hook. Because if he lands that, it's gonna be, it might be over. That's what he said, and I laugh at that. <laughs> Is he going to land it? Yes. But Luke Campbell was able to take away that left hook. He did. That he, he had really to resort did. to left hooking him to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to Luke Campbell. He already had miles on him. Diaz isn't. Diaz is a sturdy fucking fighter. Mm-hmm. He's durable. 
Diaz has been in dogfights. Yes. Oh, yes. Diaz makes yes, dogfights. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. I think, like I, I'll say it again, I think Ryan's not built for this shit, man. I think, I think that fight's all wrong for Ryan Garcia. I think so too. And the thing, and the thing about him is he's hyped himself up. Chris, I don't know shit about boxing. Maddox has hyped him so much. He can't take a step back in competition. He has to move up in competition. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to fight a guy like Joseph Diaz. I just don't want it because I think Diaz deserves a crack at uh, David Haynes. I agree. Mm-hmm. I really agree. But realistically, I think the fight between, I think Ryan and Diaz is going to happen more. I think so too, sadly. I think what I'm talking about here, and I think the end result is going to be Diaz, Ryan Garcia, mm-hmm. in L.A. I think so too, and uh, I, I if that does happen, I, I also want to hear what's the excuse why you couldn't make that fight with David Haney, which I think the obvious. I think for both guys, like what's he, yeah, what's the ex- what what one person asked for too much money, or you know, we always hear those excuses. This person, you know, he asked for too much money, or the demands are pretty ridiculous. Then set it to purse bid. They couldn't agree on then put certain it, things. Then put it on purse bid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Then put it on to purse bid. Mm-hmm. Bid for it. Who gets a bigger split? Yeah. Can't negotiate, put it on a first split then. Simple as that. You, I, you I got two agree. guys. It's going to suck because Devin Haney can actually now lay the claim that he's been avoided by both fighters now. Yeah. If both fighters opt to not fight him. If both fighters opt to not to fight Devin Haney, does Haney have the right to say, I'm avoided? Mm-hmm. Technically, they both, both Warren Garcia and Joe Steve, they pay, technically fought. For the number one contender, right? That was basically... So, yeah. So, if that does happen, that's fucking ridiculous. They already won the right to fight David Haney. So, why are you not fighting him? Exactly. But, again, does have does David Haney have the right to say that he's the most avoided... That he's avoided... He's an avoided fighter. He has, Yeah, he has every right. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. He has every right to say that. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think he, he has, has every right to say that. He has every right. If this fight happens, if Ryan Garcia did, Joseph Joseph, this happens... Devin Haney has the right to claim I'm gonna, they're avoiding me. Mm-hmm. They're openly avoiding me. And if I'm Haney, I just move up to 140. There's nothing left on 135. I agree. I the, totally agree. The division's already tied up with the possibility of Lomachenko, Teofimo Lopez happening. You know, you could probably petition to fight Cambrosa for the IBF belt, mm-hmm. but for what? You don't get, you know, might as well just move up to 140. I agree. You know, Tank's already up there. Might as well get up there too. Yeah. Like I said, I think, like I said, at the end of this year, next year, we were going to see these guys move up to 140, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think if I think if Ryan Garcia, the Joseph Diaz happens, Haney moves up to 140. Mm. There's nothing left for him to do at 135. I think Devin Haney and his dad need to give up this dream about, oh, we were going to unify the titles here. You're not going to unify shit here. You move yeah. up to 140. The division's tied up with Tiafimo and Lomachenko possibly getting a rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, Joseph Diaz and Ryan Garcia, if they fight... Pretty much said, said it without even saying it. They don't want to fight you. Mm-hmm. Move up to weight. Move up and wait. Move up and wait. Yeah. Move up and wait. At least there's competition, and at least you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah. And not waiting for these two ass clowns to give you a shot. <laughs> Again, no disrespect to Joseph Joseph Diaz. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I get but you. I get you. If he does take the fight against Ryan, I, I'm not gonna sit here and not bash him for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, it makes. Perfect set. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it down 100 percent real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep, ducked him. Yep. Oh man. You ducked him if you if he takes that fight. Sorry, let me get to the next one. Mm-hmm. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Yeah, totally. He don't have to keep doing that. 
told me that right. All right, so let's right. go into. So while we were out on hi- hiatus, uh-huh. the WBO made it official. Oh yes. Negotiation letter. Crawford Sean Porter have to enter a negotiation within thirty days, and of course Crawford would get sixty percent of the purse. Thirty days. That started last week. Bire. Bob Aaron now has to now find money to bid for the fight, which means he has to sell this fight to ESPN. Yep. After numerous times saying, I can't sell this to ESPN. Can't sell this to has ESPN. to find a way to sell them to ESPN. Yep. I know he I know he already sold them on Cepeda, but now he's gonna have to like say, Hey, hey, we're gonna have to put Cepeda on the back burner. I got I, I need money for the pro, the porter fight. Or we lose this to the PBC and the PBC puts that on their show. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Or, 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 right? or Thriller could come out of nowhere and whip out their big cock. <laughs> exactly. And take this fight away from everybody. <laughs> what? So, it's going to be a multiple question here, but what's your best case scenario this happens per spit? Who wins a per spit? PBC with their chest, their war chest of money. Which is Fox, Showtime. They got two networks. They got Fox and Showtime. They can bid for this fight. And you got ESPN, the you know, the, the leader in sports. Who do you think wins this purse bid? What do I think? Honestly, if it, this goes because it it, goes, it, uh-huh. it's in purse bid right yes. now, currently uh-huh. as we speak. For on very honestly, me, I I very confident Al Heyman is gonna fucking get this. You think Al? Al fucking Heyman is gonna get this. And but the question is, which one? Like you said, Fox or right PBC on Fox or Showtime? Me, um, cause I fucking love Morrow. I w- I would love it to see on Showtime, <laughs> cause I love hearing Marmonella's voice. So I hope Showtime. But if not, most probably most likely Fox. But overall, Al Heyman. I think Al Heyman is gonna try everything he can to get it on his fucking network. Because re- I want you, I want and before you keep talking, I want to <laughs> I want to add this. This would be the last fight on Terrence Crawford's contract with yes. the top rank. Yep. So what you're saying is, if you're Al Heyman, you go to, you speak to the to the executives of Fox and go, we need this, we need all the money I can get to put this money on this network on pay per view. Mm-hmm. For two reasons, if Porter wins, we get the belt. Yep. If Crawford wins, we show him the love exactly. and attention. They look, look. It's almost like a. Like death row back in the day, you know. <laughs> Yo, come to death row. Like, remember when Tupac after California? If you want, if you want to showcase your fucking or your music, you want to make money, come to death row. This is the same thing. The soul train of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody want to be an artist? <laughs> yeah. You don't want the executive producer. Anybody want to? You want to be your own man? You don't want the promoter to be all on the interviews, talking, fucking up your taking career, taking all your money, taking all your money. Come to the PVC. <laughs> we should do a me. Put Al Heyman's face. We should. <laughs> fucking Strike Knight's body. We should. Just like they did with Thanos. Damn, we should. <laughs> but what do you? I mean, what's your take? You think you think that would be the move that Al Heyman would? It, it, it has to be. If I'm Al Heyman, I'll be. I'll be thinking what you said. It's just, it's just perfect. It's just perfect to me. Al, Al Heyman takes it. I'll be. I'll. I'll admit it. I'll be fucking surprised if uh, if Bob Arum gets this shit. To me, I feel Al Heyman's gonna do it, and. Just like, almost basically similar to the announcement of Pacquiao Spence, I'm gonna fucking cream my pants when they make the announcement. How surprised would you be if it goes into purse bid and Crawford vacates the belt? How, does, how, how bad does that look on him? And that's, oof, that's because him. that could happen, and that's happened before. 
mm-hmm. in boxing where, you know, and I'm going to use this uh, example. Yeah, Back yeah. in the early 2000s, like, well, mid-2000s, um, light heavyweight champ Adonis Stevenson was the WBC champion, and Sergey Kolev had just fought a guy to become the number one contender for the WBC. Um, Suleiman made a purse bid to go into a purse bid between Kovalev and Stevenson. And basically Showtime was going to outbid HBO for this fight. HBO then told uh, main events promoter Kathy Duva that if you do that, we won't fuck with you no more. But if you vacate your position for the belt, we'll showcase Kovalev on a main event on every single fucking date you can give us. So the Kovalev vacated his number one contender for the WBC, and we never saw the fight we all wanted to see back then, which is Kovalev Stevenson yeah. for for basically supremacy at a 175 Yeah, pounds. I remember that time. So yeah. it it is not un, it is not unprecedented that a fighter will vacate his position or his title to avoid any type of network mm-hmm. beef or whatever. So keep that in mind that Crawford, as all this Crawford people are gonna be like, "Well, oh, he's gonna fight, he's gonna fight." Bob could be dangling something bigger or give him a little give him a little bit more money. He goes, just vacate the belt. Fuck him, we'll do something else. It could be the eleventh hour to the deadline. And whatever see if he does vacate it. How bad does that look on him? Very bad. And I think that's gonna piss off a lot of people, including myself. I'm gonna be pissed at this. And you bet your ass everyone's gonna be like, Wow, you just clearly everyone's gonna be saying it. You fucking ducked them then. You ducked them. You yeah. fucking ducked them. You had your opportunity right there. P- apparently, Crawford quoted, he's been quoted by saying, if you know, if for sure they make this fight happen, he's going to show everyone why he should be the pound for, well, the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. I think his quote is, I've been begging for a real challenge for years. Mm-hmm. All the so called elite welterweights have shown no interest in fighting me. No one of, not one of them is finally being, now one of them is finally being forced to. I'll show once again why I'm the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Be ready. And this was a quote from Terrence Crawford um, about his mandatory challenger um, being being Sean Porter. And this was from uh, Mike Comberger, who now works for ESPN. Yeah. That was his quote. Exactly. Look at that. So if he vacates, well, then what you said was full of shit. Just like your promoter, who's full of shit. So yeah, I'll be very upset. I'll be very upset, and at the end, they'll be like, "You know what? Fuck this belt." He just he just drops it. And this is the this is the comment from Bo Mack, which is a Terrence Crawford's promoter slash uh-huh. manager. It's go time. Now there will be no doubt that Bud Crawford is 147 pound supremacy. After beating Sean, we want the Earl winner of Earl Spence Manny Pacquiao. That that was Bo Mack. That was a, right. the trainer slash okay. manager of Terrence Bud Crawford. Keep fucking word. Do you, I mean, I I doubt he's gonna vacate. There's nothing for him to do. There's nothing for him to do. If he vacates, 154 pounds is already occupied right now by Charlo and Castano, Castano. What's he gonna do? Move back down to 140 and 140 and fight fucking Taylor? Doesn't Just lower make, himself, man. That doesn't Literally. make any sense. It's like you took you took two steps backward. Exactly. I'm gonna go with. I think you're yeah, right. I think PBC is gonna win the purse bid. Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be a joint venture between Top Rank and uh, it's gonna be Top Rank. On PBC, yeah. Um, top rank and Fox, I think. Top rank and Fox, um, and I think they're gonna show him all the attention that they should have been showing him on ESPN mm-hmm. for this fight. I think it's a tough fight, Earl. Um, Earl, I mean Earl Spence, Sean Porter, 
came out and said he wants his fight. He says that he's always wanted to be in a fight where the crowd reacted to it intensely. He said that he remembers watching um, Hagler Hearns mm-hmm. and how the fans were reacting to that action. He says that's the type of that's the type of atmosphere he wants for wow. his fight against Crawford if he gets made. Porter hasn't looked like he's backing out. Porter's basically being quiet. Very quiet, yes. And basically leaving it up to his team to negotiate this deal. Like I said, they got 30 days to negotiate, which means you guys don't come to an agreement. After 30 days, the money goes to the highest bidder. The highest bidder, here we go, yep. So Bob Arum has to come up with enough money to convince Sean to come to ESPN, or Sean has to come up with enough money to convince Crawford to come to PBC for this fight. Mm-hmm. If they don't come to the agreement, whoever has the whoever has the biggest uh, the the <laughs> whoever has the most commas and zeros in their fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, that's who the WBO will go with. Yep, yep. yep. Or Crawford can vacate. Which I no, that's not the route we want to go. Nope, nope. That is not the route we want to go. No. Well, that's right. We don't go, that we don't know what Crawford wants to do. I'm just adding. I'm just adding. The, no, I get you. I'm adding the vacate because that is an option. I know people. Are like, He's not going to vacate. He's not going to vacate. It's a possibility. But it's an option that they do have. Uh-huh. Don't forget, they have that option. They can vacate this shit. You don't want fuck this. I don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. bullshit. I don't want to deal with the politics of boxing. You're not going to dictate what. Canelo Alvarez vacated the WBC belt for the same reason. Yep. There, there you go. And with not even a lot long ago. WBC told Canelo Alvarez, you have to fight Triple G. You have 30 days, right? 30 days. Canelo told him to go fuck yourself. Here's your belt. So it isn't out of the ordinary that a fighter at that level is going to say, fuck your belt. I don't need it. I'm bigger than the belt. Mm -hmm. uh, Crawford has demonstrated ego that he doesn't think he needs a guy like Earl Spence. That's what he said. You don't think, again, like I want to put that in the minds of everybody. The option is there for Crawford and his team to say, fuck the WBO, mm-hmm. here's your belt. I don't need your belt. I'm bigger than the belt. Yeah, yeah, no, true. I'm I, bigger than the belt. I know. You know what? And I th- everybody, know, everybody knows I'm the pound for pound king. <laughs> everybody knows I'm the welterweight champ. Here's your belt. You know, and I'm glad you mentioned that because you're right. I don't think people, I don't even think they are even aware that that's a possibility. Or maybe they do, but they just feel like, no, it's not going to happen. No, they don't want to entertain it. They don't want to entertain it. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but not sorry. You have to hear this because, like you said, this is a possibility. That's one of the options. You know, it's you know, I'm optimistic this fight's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll be fucking thrilled when they announce. If I guess you can say that, if they make it official, but you're right, that is a possibility. Really Which will suck. Will suck ass. No, it does. It, to me, it will. Mm-hmm. But I think the fight is gonna happen. And I'm gonna be with you on the sense it's gonna happen on on the PBC. I think, I think I think uh, Bob Arum is gonna put out, you know, Bob I mean Bob Arum. Al Heyman is gonna put a lot of money mm-hmm. out oh, to bring to. this fight over here. Yeah, he has to. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's get to the next topic. Last one, <laughs> Canelo Alvarez. Payday, payday. Everybody wants payday. <laughs> we knew that he wants his dream is to become the first ever Mexican. Super middleweight champion, undisputed, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. super middleweight champ. He holds three out of the four belts. Yes, he does. The last belt is held by Caleb Plant. B-Ray? Yep. What is your take on the failed negotiations that is being talked about right now between Caleb Plant and Canelo? 
if you remember the last time we spoke about it, that it was rumored that Fox slash PBC had offered him a three fight deal in which Bob, um, sorry, Eddie Hearns came out and said that is outrageous to offer him a three fight deal that takes away from the quote unquote free agent <laughs> in which we came back and told everybody, well, he was in a three fight deal with Matro on his own. So <laughs> that's not really, it's kind of the same shit that you're same shit. Same shit. The only difference is you're being cut out of it. <laughs> and now then moving forward, we heard, Oh no, it's a one fight deal. And that was the end of it. And so now that said that negotiations have stopped. What is your take on it? And before and before you go yeah, in, yeah. Uh-huh. and like I said, before we go into the details, but what was your thoughts when they said the September 18th fight is pretty much not going to happen because of a disagreement? Were you wondering what it was? Were they- one, yeah, I, I had one question. Oh, I go, oh shit, who's the blame on this? Who is the one that for sure is, it has to be one person, right? Has to be someone, somebody, either Canelo's uh, camp or plant camp, right? Somebody right there probably fucked up, I said. So that was what was running through my mind. I go, who really fucked up here? So far, all we're hearing is from Kalen Plant. So far, he's the only one who has been opening up his mouth. He told his side of the story. Uh, we haven't heard anything from Canelo yet. So to me, it's it's a big question mark. Like, whose fault at this, really? Honestly, I can't I, I can't even speculate who who it might be. I'm literally like lost. Like, all right, who is the blame to this? I can only imagine. I can only imagine what it really was. Was it really true what Caleb Plant said or or not? Maybe it was on his side. That's the thing. So I can't point fingers at anybody because we don't know anything yet. All we know is from one side and from one person. Well, if you're gonna believe this one person, mm-hmm. It's being rumored that the reason why... Well, Caleb Plant... It's not rumored. Caleb Plant came out mm-hmm. and said yeah. that he agreed to everything. Canelo put that... At uh. first, Canelo said, um, no rematch clauses for neither you or me. Mm-hmm. Caleb agreed. Fine. I'm going to offer you X amount, and I'm going to make almost more, the most he's ever made, which I think his record is 32 mil. So he's most likely looking at 40 mil. 40 so let's million. be honest, 40-something million dollars. Caleb said, fine. Most likely, whatever they're offering Caleb, he was, he was okay with that money. It was probably around 10 mil. 8 to 10 mil. I'd be honest about that. Okay? So no rematch clause for neither guy. Mm-hmm. 40 million for Canelo, 10 for Caleb Plant. Again, I'm going by what Caleb Plant is what saying. He said. The, numbers, the numbers do not quote me on, but I'm just basing it on yeah, that he said this was going to be the biggest payday of Canelo's career. He's only made thirty-two mil, so it had to have been forty. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, pay-per-view revenue was going to be split uh, in favor of Canelo. Canelo was going to keep one hundred percent of the Mexican uh, TV rights. TV, uh, yeah, one hundred percent of it. Canelo was going to keep one hundred percent of the Hennessy promotions. He was going to be able to promote Hennessy mm-hmm. on the, on the PBC. And everything was agreed upon. They even agreed, from when again, from what I'm hearing about Caleb Plant, uh-huh. for Caleb Plant saying that if, no, no, that wasn't agreed upon. I think what was agreed? I think also the drug testing was agreed. What was outrageous is that Canelo wants a clause in which, if Caleb Plant were to get injured from here until September 15th, uh-huh. Canelo has the option to take any fight he wants. Get paid the same amount of money, the same deal, 
is in place, which means if Kayla Plant were to get injured, Porky and Cole, let's say right? let's uh-huh. say Canelo wants to fight Porky, Porky Medina, and everyone's like, who? Exactly. I'm gonna fight Porky Medina on September 15th, on live on you know, Fox pay per view for 40 plus million. Gate and pay per view revenue in my favor, 100% me- Mexican uh, television rights in my pocket. Fuck you, pay me. When Caleb gets better, we'll go back and renegotiate the terms again. Uh-huh. Okay. That was the strike one. That was, uh-huh. Okay. Strike two was if Canelo gets injured, Caleb Plant has to wait until Canelo's ready to fight again, and we'll, we'll renegotiate the terms again. That was strike two. And strike three, I'm trying to remember what strike three was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What was strike three? I'm, trying to, I'm, trying, I'm looking it up. I'm trying to look it up. Bet. Those are the only two I can think of so far, yeah, that I remember reading. I'm but, trying to... I think those are the only things I can think of. Okay, well, uh, obviously, if, if there's more to it, I mean, I to, it's... you're they're, they're, it, He's already feeling like, this is full of shit. Even I gotta admit, if that's really true, that's kind of... I don't know, full of shit right there. What kind of bullshit is that? Who puts that in a fucking contract? That's what I'm asking. Who puts that in a contract? So. Oh, strike three was, what was three? he changed his mind. I want a rematch clause if I lose, but if you lose, you don't get a rematch clause. All right, who's I? Canelo, if Canelo loses, he gets a rematch. If Kayla Plant loses, you don't get a rematch. See, there we go. So, okay. So, that was strike three. That, that was strike, strike three. three. All right, then. I just looked it up. I all, right, look it up. all right, all right. I think I did remember hearing that, but I don't know if that was actually true. Okay. I mean, meaning that that was really quoted or not. All right. Again, we don't know if that's true. We can't this, fucking tell. This take. is coming from Caleb This Plan. is from Caleb. Exactly. We're this still is, waiting for Canelo. We're still waiting on Canelo. Exactly. So, all I can say is, if this is really true, if this is 100% fact, then he kind of has a, a, a right to feel like this is full of shit. Why? He's the, Canelo's the A-side. I get it. A-side. No, I get it. He's the A-side. But the whole okay, the whole rematch thing, I've, I've heard it before. To me, I, I guess me, I would have been like, okay, fine. I think the ones for me that kind of like bugged me a bit is like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, if you get injured, I have to fucking wait for you? No, the rematch I don't get. You already agreed in the first place. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are getting a rematch clause. Yeah. Neither of us are getting a rematch clause. Last minute, you want to include the rematch clause. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to include a rematch clause if... In the first in the first negotiation, was, okay. we agreed there was no rematch right, for was, neither of us. Right, that was re- is that really the case? Yeah, again, again, yes. Every Why are fight, you? He pissed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like, fucking pissed at this. Like, dude, you're rewriting everything last minute. Everything's yeah. agreed. The money is going to you. Yep. The everything is on your favor. Now you're adding this bullshit rematches, <laughs> bullshit injury clauses. Injury clauses. What the fuck? Last minute. That's what Caleb Plant is saying. Mm-hmm. We agree, I agreed to everything to get this fight rolling because we only have seven weeks to promote mm-hmm. and to get ready. And now, last minute, you're pulling this bullshit. And now, everyone on social media is going, well, Canelo's the face of boxing. You can do what they want. I don't ever remember Floyd Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya, or Manny Pacquiao pulling this type of bullshit. Yeah, no, Canelo's the only fighter in the last couple of years that has fights fall apart over stupid negotiations. Of course, you guys, Canelo fans will be like, no, he just doesn't want the fight. <laughs> Triple G versus Canelo 2 fell apart. No, the first one fell apart first numerous fell apart. times because mm-hmm. of money and weight disputes. Especially the weight dispute, yes. Okay? Part mm-hmm. 2 didn't, couldn't happen because of money. 
Remember that? <laughs> and Clan Beautiful. He had to vacate the IBF because of fucking money disputes with Dervichenko, Brian. <laughs> he, Kovalev walked away from Canelo over money. Over money. And bullshit clauses, like rehydration clauses. And, and I think you mentioned it, right? Like How it, many times can this fighter go through this where I agree. In, the, in the last minute, fighters pull out? Not because they don't want to fight you. It's because there's some bullshit behind the stuff they're going to sign. Mm-hmm. Get away. I mean, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm okay with the rematch clauses. Because That's everyone, what I said. Everybody has... Anthony Joshua has rematch clauses. Floyd Mayweather was notorious for having rematch clauses on his contract. Always. Mm-hmm. Only the dumb ones that never did it. Like De La Hoya never put rematch clauses. But Floyd and Manny always had rematch clauses in their contracts. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But I'm also kind of thinking, why did you agree the first time? No rematch for neither you or me. And then last minute, oh, you know what? I want a rematch. But only for me, though. And this is how much money I want to make for the rematch. And this is where I want it to be done. Da, 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 everything in my favor. But if you beat me, but if, if you lose to me, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about you. There's no rematch for you. And then the injury clauses. Yeah, like I said, if that's really legit, um, full of shit. It really is. Who do you blame here? Like, again, we're taking the word of Caleb Plant. Exactly. We're taking the word of Caleb Plant. And I get people like, well, he's a PBC fighter. They're fucking liars. Da, 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 da. Yep. But again, look at the track record of Canelo Alvarez. I get what we you're sat saying. here and said it was Golden Boy's fault. It was Golden Boy's fault. Okay, cool. We, we started believing, and you know what? It probably was Golden Boy's right. fault. Canelo's just now on his own, right? Uh-huh. And now we're getting to the same bullshit snags <laughs> that we were accusing his promoter of doing. We can't even blame Eddie on this. We don't even know if Eddie's involved in this. Yeah, exactly. Which I doubt it, because Eddie's been... <laughs> exactly. Which is surprising, because that guy talks a lot. And he's like, what, what you want to say? He's notorious for fucking talking? <laughs> yeah, talking when and he shouldn't be talking. I don't think he has his head very much. On the Canelo, uh, I don't Canelo think I don't fight. think he's involved too much in this Not Canelo. Too much, nope. So, in reality, is Caleb Plant? I believe Caleb Plant right now. Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say now. Yeah, you're, you're sort of leaning a bit towards yeah, on Caleb Plant so far. Especially when, it, and it looks like this isn't about money. This is about you adding bullshit at the last minute. We've already, I've like Caleb Plant has already bent over backwards. For to make this fight, yeah, uh-huh. he took the money that he that Canelo's offering, which is crazy because it's the opposite. Kayla Plant people are negotiating this fight to make this fight. Canelo isn't negotiating because they want because Kayla Plant's people are trying to get him to the PBC. Canelo's biggest payday is because Kayla Plant is making this fight happen. Mm-hmm. People, like, I bet you, it was like what? Yes. Because if this fight wasn't at the, the zone, this would be a this Canelo wouldn't be making the fucking money he's being promised to right now. Like what, maybe thirty, twenty, maybe million, twenty, thirty, thirty million dollars. This Caleb Plant even said it. Even I think, I think even Eddie Hearn came out and said this would be his biggest payday. Your biggest payday is fighting an unknown fighter. To all the Canelo fans, are gonna be like, well, he, he's nobody, but that's his biggest payday. How's that possible that mm-hmm. your biggest payday is against a nobody? You're getting again the biggest payday. You're getting you're getting uh, the bigger cut on the on the gate. You're getting the bigger cut on the pay per view revenue. 
you're getting 100% of the cut from the Mexican TV deals. You're keeping 100% of the Hennessy deals. Mm-hmm. Everything's in your favor. Yeah, everything, basically, yeah. Everything's in your favor. You're you're most likely walking to the ring last. They're, they're, I bet you the, the poster's going to have your name on it. Your face is going to be the one that pops out the most. You're going to be the more flashier one. Everything's in your favor. Last minute, you want to add these bullshit clauses. Mm-hmm. After everything that's been negotiated in your favor, you want to add this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Come on. What's really going on here then? That's the question. Again, I ask myself, who's really to blame for this? And you know what? As you said it, uh, I can understand why you feel that way. Again, we're not really pointing the fingers who it is, but as we mentioned of the track record, it doesn't look good on Canelo right now. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. Like I said, look look at the Triple G negotiation for one and two. Mm-hmm. Look at the negotiation with Dervichenko before he got before he vacated the IBF. Look at the negotiation with Kovalev before it fell apart the first time. And now look at this. Before you go, oh, it's Caleb Plant, it's Caleb Plant. Dude, look, who, who has a record of this bullshit? And who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. getting the biggest payday fighting a nobody? <laughs> yeah. who, who's getting the bigger share, the lion's share? Who's not? Caleb Plant doesn't want to fuck this up. This is going to be Caleb Plant's biggest fight, too. Biggest fight, too. He's exactly. making maybe right. $10 million. And also the opportunity for him to be to be the undisputed champion of that division. So why is he going to fuck it up? Mm-hmm. Why is he going to fuck it up? To me, Caleb Plant, I think, is telling the truth. I think Canelo, his team, is adding this bullshit clause last minute. And I think Caleb Plant, people are like, no, 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 ya, no, ya te pasaste de verga aquí. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you've already gone too far. Yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> yeah, you've already, in the nicest way, you already went too far. <laughs> to me, that's the way I view it. That's the way I view it. If I'm if I'm wrong, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, below this link, fucking, you know, yeah. let me know what you think. DM me, email me, leave a voice message. We'll put it on the show. It's you can be anonymous. You don't got to put your fucking name true. on it. Yeah, it's true. You can hide your voice if you want. Yep. But tell me if I'm wrong. Canelo's biggest payday is fighting nobody on Fox. His biggest payday. Post Mayweather. Is against Caleb Plant. Who mm. everyone thinks Canelo's going to fucking demolish. Yep. That's what but I'm apparently sure. now he wants. But now apparently Canelo wants a rematch clause. And there was, it, the rematch clause is the outrageous. But the most outrageous one is. How much of a fucking dick do you think? How much of a dumb? How much of a dumbass do you think Al Heyman is? That you think that if Caleb Plant gets injured, you can pick a C plus fighter, fight him on pay per view, still get paid the same amount, the same deals in place for this fight. So he can fight a Yerdin, right, <laughs> and get paid the same fucking deal. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are? No, for real. Then sign a three fight deal then. No, for real, because if if he if he gonna pull that shit, then then, then give us then, then give us a three fight exactly, deal. Exactly, give us a three fight deal because if uh, let's say if Hal Heyman did agree to that, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're fucking stupid. You let him walk into your, you know, to your promotion, whatever, and just basically just you know gave you the finger, fuck you, I do what I want in your house. Am I wearing lipstick? No, you're not. Then why are you trying to fuck me? <laughs> that's basically what, that's basically what he's what he was trying to tell. If that's the case. That's yeah, ballsy. Yeah. That, to me, that's ballsy. Okay, cool. <laughs> Caleb Plank, you get injured. Okay, cool. 
Hey, Al, I still need you to pay me the 40 mil. I still want the pay-per-view revenue. I still want the gate revenue. I want the Hennessy promotion revenue. I'm keeping 100% of the Mexican television deal revenue. And I'm going to fight a Yearden. The only difference is it's not planned. Some yeah. other guy. It'll be some other guy. That's the and only then, thing different. And then, we'll, and then we'll renegotiate a new deal to fight plan again. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I might come here or maybe we might take it as his own. Yeah, no, see, no. That doesn't work, bro. That doesn't work, bro. No. Then sign then sign a two three fight deal. <laughs> nah, like to me there has to be a win win for both exactly. for both the PBC and for Canelo. Yeah. This is a this is only a win for Canelo. I can mm-hmm. see where Caleb Plant's team going, fuck no, this isn't a win for nobody. He's taking everything. Mm-hmm. And I get it, he's the A side, the face of boxing, yeah. but this is this is this is some undercut bullshit here. Never before seen. Never before seen. No. I never heard Floyd do this. Never heard Manny do this. Never heard Oscar do this. Yeah. And they were considered the divas. This is some. They were. This is some boxing hell, diva shit. Oh, they even considered Miguel Cotto a diva. I remember hearing about that. Canelo's the only guy that puts clauses on stuff. Mm-hmm. The Canelo way clause. Oh, the Canelo way. Oh, remember that era? <laughs> Canelo way. Canelo way to one fifty five. One fifty five. And you couldn't rehydrate to a certain limit. Nope. Remember? Yeah, I remember that. You couldn't rehydrate it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, there's like, come on, dude. Like. Yeah, remember that. It, I mean, it's crap. To me, it's crap. No, it is. And I, and I can't He's wait. He's the only fighter that, can, that has been notoriously been exposed for putting all these clauses. Mm-hmm. And I can't sit here and justify it. I consider him the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. But, bro, you can't be pulling this type of crap. No, you, you really can't. I'm not expecting much of Canelo because Canelo's always talked about how like he doesn't like to talk about much shit. So I'm not gonna hear. From, I know for a fact well, I'm not gonna hear much from him. Maybe later. No, on. nor Eddie. I think I think he's telling his whole team don't say shit. Probably. They and this fight could have been this negotiation, and I think Caleb Plan will probably end this after this. Caleb Plan even said, "Dude, you've been you've been stalling the negotiation because you had a photo shoot with your family." Oh yeah, that's right. Mentioned that you've been you've been re- you've been filming this new fucking series. And Frida, you, you think you're the Kardashians in Mexico. <laughs> um, golfing. <laughs> you're golfing. That I did see a lot. You yep. stalled the fight to golf to go film a reality show and to do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then last minute you pull this. That's why this is going the way it's going right now. Is this fight going to happen? I'm still sticking to my guns. Mm-hmm. That he is not going to fight on September 18th. I think he's going to fight on the, the other uh, little uh, Okay, no, okay. Because now there's because then the rumor is that he's and we'll, you know we'll leave this right here, he the that he might fall the uh, Dimitri Bivol. There he goes. About to say what's I, your take I, on I that? Heard, heard that rumor. Um, very good one, but uh, very dangerous for Canelo in my opinion. Mm. I don't know. I kind of feel that way a little bit. Why does everyone say that? Gabriel said the same thing, and I go, yeah, Bivol is a great technician, mm-hmm. great jab, fundamentals are what great. Wait again. I'm sorry. One seventy five. There we go. <laughs> the dog, I mean. get the fuck out of here. He didn't look good at one seventy five. Yeah, okay. I think that's why. If it was 168, yeah, it'd be like the age on, on, but look on Canelo. At, but look at the opponents that Bivol has been fighting. What kind of diet is he on? <laughs> look at the diet of fighters he's been fighting compared to Canelo. Mm, I'm sorry. No, Canelo's it, not great at 175. He's I, just not great at 175, man. This fight, you know they could do a, a catchweight at 171. He's been... Bivol has been open and saying, I can go down to 168 if he asked me to. That happens, Canelo wins. <laughs> Thank you. 
if Canelo's already pulling his boxing, no, if he said that, if Canelo's already pulling his boxing diva bullshit, you don't think he's gonna drag Bivol down to one seventy, one seventy one? I think it's full of shit. But you know what? Bernard you know what? Hopkins did that with Winky, right? Remember? One seventy, right? They oh, fought yeah. at one seventy, one seventy, which was still cons- which still considered a light heavyweight division. Yeah, because it's uh, yeah because it went over the super super middleweight. Yeah. So the you limit. don't you don't mm-hmm. think that Canelo's gonna drag Bivol down to one seventy? One seventy. He might, and of course, Bivol might be like, all right, why not? He even said it, right? He, he Bivol has been on the record saying that he that if Canelo wants him, he'll drop down to one sixty eight. What did Mayweather do to Canelo? And Canelo said, "I could go down to one fifty, guy Mayweather. If that Mayweather fight was a was an option, yep, yep. Mayweather made him drop to one fifty two. One fifty two. Fifty two. Yep." So you don't think Canelo's up? If Canelo's already pulling this bullshit rematch and mm-hmm. injury clauses, you don't think he's gonna put a weight clause on this Bivol fight? He, he, yeah, Come yeah. on, bro, get yeah, out of here with yeah. this. He, he might. There we go. Now, if you put it that way, it seems different. See, that's very different. Very different. One seventy five. Fuck no. I'm sorry. He's. I think he's too small for that division. I think. I don't think he's too small for that division. I think I, he is. I think. I think he needs. To, they're, they're gonna go back and make the adjustments they make. I think we. I, we thought he looked a little bit too chubby at one sixty eight when he debuted against Rocky Fielding. Look mm-hmm. at ever since then, he's looked good at one sixty eight. Mm-hmm. You don't think they can make the same adjustments at one seventy five? I think they went a little too heavy. He looked a little too heavy at 175. I think Eddie's gonna dial, dial it back a little bit and make the adjustments, and he might look more. He might look better at 175. Bivol's an Eastern European we'll fighter. He, freaking Canelo's been on a on a European diet right now, dude. He's used to fighting <laughs> these type of styles, dude. Uh, I'm I'm still sticking my guns. I'm sorry, 175 full full edge. It's not good for him. Alright, well. Catch weight. Mm, yeah, okay, of course. That, I say catch weight. I say catch weight. But you know, you're right. You make sense. Exactly. That's most likely going to happen if you he goes fight, that route. You think he fights Bivol? Yeah, the way how, if the way how it's going, yeah. No, most likely and Bivol. then Canelo's kind of machismo, Canelo's ego. You disrespected me. You made me look like a fool. I'm not going to give you a fight. Fuck you. I'm going to move. Basically. Which is fucked up because look at that. He had one fucking belt left. <laughs> And that'll be the second division he leaves. He leaves exactly because of nego- because of either doesn't want to fight him or negotiations. It was almost the same thing in middleweight. He needed one more belt. Yeah, after he beat Danny Jacobs, he needed a uh, Demetrius Andre. Demetrius Andre, and instead fought Rocky Fielding. Yeah, and he's never gone back to middleweight. Full of shit. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. Oh, fuck. Lane Jamin, and that's tonight's episode. Yes, yes, it is. Be ready, anything you want to add before we sign up? No, man. Just want to say, hit me up on uh, Instagram, all right? Be ready, 89. Guys can, uh, I post, of course, some wrestling, some boxing. I haven't been much, much active. Like I said, this month's been very tough for me. But you guys can find me there. You guys should, you know, hit me up. Talk about, you know, boxing, wrestling, maybe some UFC, any type of fucking fuckery. You guys can find me on there on Instagram. And you guys can follow this page on the Jamberry mm-hmm. Boxing Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, it's the... JB Boxing One. So if you guys want to check us out on Instagram, um, Twitter, go ahead. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not as active there, but we might get soon. <laughs> but uh, Instagram, like I said, J uh, J Berry Boxing Podcast. Mm-hmm. Below to the link is our email address. If you guys want to email us certain topics, questions, if you want to be interviewed on the show, shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll coordinate. And if you want to be heard on the show, if you want to voice your opinion on tonight's episode, tonight's topics, or topics that we're going to talk about on the next episode, mm-hmm. shoot us. The voice message. We'll play it on the show. We'll re- we'll rebut it back to you. Yep. We'll put you. We, who knows? We might put you on the show if you want. Yeah, we might. Yep. There you go. Um, don't forget to get the merch. We got the tank tops yes. out right now. It's hot as fuck out here in Cali. It's hot as fuck everywhere. Go get your JNBA boxing merch. 
like we said in the beginning a couple weeks ago, all 100% of the proceeds will go to our cousin right now. Yep. As you know, we all, everybody knows he lost his wife. So yeah. 100% of the proceeds will go to him. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, have a good weekend. Drink responsibly. I'm not. B-Ray's a sober man here, so he'll just be <laughs> drinking water. We'll see you next week. Late. Latest. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.